Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel game show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. Now, I'm going to let you guys know uh, we are recording on July 3rd. That's July 4th observed in the United (laughs) States. That is our holiday before the holiday. Uh, The drive from my house to the studio is a 12-mile drive that uh, generally at this time of day takes me close to an hour. Uh, today, because it's a holiday and a lot of people were off the roads, it took me 11 minutes. So here's the deal. Uh, I, everyone who's gone, stay gone. Just stay gone. <laughs> I, everyone who, who gets away for Thanksgiving, just don't come back. Uh, Los Angeles is a beautiful and a manageable city without you here. Um, I'm going I'm 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 to put up some rules. If you, um, if you came to town and one of your top five career goals uh, was to be on Big Brother, out. Yeah. Stay yeah, on. That's a great rule. Stay on. Also, 80% of the personal trainers. Yeah. Go. go. We're good. Go. Okay, we don't <laughs> need another Zumba class. We're good. Yeah, like, no. Right. Or psychics. The psychics could pretty much go, I think. A like half again. the psychics could go. We need some psychics. Yeah, we yeah. can't Obviously. live without half the psychics. We need, a, we need a small handful of committed <laughs> Act, psychics. Actual, actual psychics. Yeah. yeah. The ones with storefronts on Melrose can stay. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. Because they're the best. Uh, if you have texted an emoji while behind the wheel of the car, stay gone. Yeah. Stay gone. Well, in that case, I have to go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sorry to lose you. But listen, I'm just, I'm just trying to do my part to make Los Angeles a better place. Does anybody else have any, any quick rules? Anybody else who can stay gone? Um, let's see. I think people who, uh, well, a, a lot of baristas can stay gone. Oh, every barista can um, stay gone. Pretty, we've, we're also full up on baristas. Um, yeah. Let's it's see. great that you can make a leaf if with foam. If you own an art- artisanal f- pet food store, yes. that is definitely a thing that I can't see yeah. being worth the value. To- yeah, stay and on. Also, anyone who just says that they're an entrepreneur and leaves it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay stay gone. gone. Do your bit to make Los Angeles a better place. You're listening to International Waters. Playing for the UK, she is a return guest to International Waters. She's a super talented comic actress from the IT crowd, the thick of it, the incredibly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. She's Susie Kane. Welcome back, Susie Kane. Hello, how nice to be here. Yes. Oh, it's always great to have you. Uh, I'm in London this time. I know. Yeah, I, I know. In how is it? Angeles last time. Um, it's it's excruciating because it's almost the same temperature in London as it, it generally is in LA all the time. So that means oh, we can't cope. No. We can't cope at all. Oh. It's no. really super hot. Cars are crashing. People are fainting. Oh man! Yeah. And you got you got like a little tank on. You got a loose fitting sort of a blousy. Top no, no, I'm no, I'm British, so I've come up with a full duffel coat and a jumper. Okay. <laughs> just haven't got a clue. I'm so confused. Now I can't help but notice, Susie Kane, that you are alone right now. Yes. You have a teammate, but he, like we are generally in Los Angeles, is stuck in traffic. Or something. Ooh, or just late. Bad Matt. Bad Matt. Yeah. yeah, and he's normally in Los Angeles, speaking of traffic. Yeah, that's where mm-hmm. I normally always see him. He's a, yeah. a Los Angeles resident, though he's British. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Matt Kirshen. Yeah, Matt Kirshen will be joining us eventually, whenever it's convenient for him. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is just for you, Susie Kane, also Ooh. known as Team UK for the moment. Uh, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents the UK at this Ooh. moment in time. Um, well... I'd quite like to use my parents' favourite swear word because it's the most British word ever. And it's, okay. if I'm allowed to, it's buggeration. 
buggeration. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like a Mary J. Blige. It is, it is British an, it is swear an word. actual British swear word that was very popular in the 80s. And, uh, and I think we should revive it at this point in time. I buggeration. love it. How yeah. would you quickly define buggeration? <laughs> do you want some diagrams? Yes, uh, I do. Uh, uh, buggeration. Well, it's bugger. Do you guys not have that? No, you don't, do you? Well, bugger is a is a swear word, and this is the sort of elaborate middle class version of bugger. Buggeration. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Bugger is is what a man and a man do when they love each other very much. Oh, I see. Yeah, I kiss see. and get married. That's what bugger is. I'm kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. I know. I know. Yes, it's legal in all uh, fifty, however many states. That's right. That's right. Whether they all acknowledge it or not, it is legal. Buggeration in this bugger nation. All right. Yes. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Now playing for the nation that is still hungover from America's birthday. She is an actress, an improviser, a regular panelist on International Waters, and a goddamn delight. She's Zabeth Russell. Hey. Hi, Zabeth. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. I'm soaking in the holiday vibes. Of course you are. I'm also loving the lack of traffic. That's yep. why I stay in town over Christmas because it's magical when L.A. empties out. Yeah, you can get to the beach in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Can if I went to the beach, I would totally Oh, <laughs> you would, though, if you could I do it would. every day in 15 minutes. I like minutes. staying in my house and thinking how quickly I could get to the beach. It's great. It's, it's great. wonderful. It's so liberating. Also playing for Team U.S., he is a hilarious stand-up. You have seen him on Conan and Last Call with Carson Daly. He's Solomon Georgia. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm also... Wait. I'm enjoying the lack of human beings in this city. Yeah. It's, you get to meet the real people, and that's what matters most. That's right. It's boiled down to its essence, <laughs> exactly. this city. All of the scug has gone away. Team U.S., what is your buzz-in word? Um, well, okay, here's what I was thinking. Um, maybe hot dog crust? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. there's that new um, Yes. Oh, you don't pizza. need to tell us. Yeah, it's the most American thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I just ate one to myself not too long ago. Did you really? Oh, of course. What was it like? It was heaven. It's like 26 uh, pigs in a blanket. Dogs. And then you have crustless pizza afterwards, so it's it, it's the most American thing. On that one. Uh, is there a mayonnaise-based dipping sauce to really bring it home? It's only mustard, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I bet they'll give you ranch if you ask for it. I'm I sure mean, they will. I just I was being a bad American by not asking for <laughs> ranch. That's America's fastest-growing condiment. Yeah, it's really a true story. <laughs> Do you have ranch dressing in the UK? Uh, ranch dressing, well, I, as a novelty American thing for barbecues, we would go, what, some ranch dressing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. No, it's always Hellman's mayonnaise and Pines tomato uh-huh. ketchup over here. Yeah. Pretty much. Where, where, I, where I grew up, uh, ranch is a beverage, actually. <laughs> People just put a straw in it. You can drink it cold or hot. Everyone loves it. Super big gulp. All right, we're going to start things off with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny, if you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, just visualize the new Rihanna video, Bitch Better Have My Money. Have you seen it? Have we all seen it? Yeah, I watched it today. I watched it this morning, and it messed me up. I'm not right. <laughs> Mads Mickelson. No. Mads Mickelson all in it. It's, it is, if you haven't seen it, it is seven minutes of nudity, violence, weed smoking, and upside-down boobs. It's a lot of nipples and blood. So much nipples and blood. Why don't this they go a... for the accountant? It's he's the one who's done it. What are they do with the poor <laughs> girlfriend? For? Well, they do at the end. They do. I mean, they cut they, up the. Well, I yeah, think that's what but, we're supposed I mean, to believe is that they cut up the accountant. Leave that poor girl alone and go after right. the naughty man. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When Rihanna wants her money, no one is safe. And that <laughs> is the moral of the story. Yeah, she, Get out of her way. She will She's go blap, kill blap, you. blap. Yeah. This is a weird time in Rihanna's career for the blap, blap, blap and the and the remaking Hostel Two. In a video, right? Yeah. You, you don't do that like 12 years into a really good career, do you? Like, we, we agree that she's tough. There was yeah, no, qu- like, that's it. like, we listened to the first 12 songs about how tough you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is this yeah. what happens yeah. when Rihanna gets bored? She's just bored. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 
the blap 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 was implied in all of your previous songs, Rihanna. <laughs> We're all, all right. living the blap blap blap. We sure are. All right, buzz in with your buzz in words when you believe you know the answer. Question number one: Tepidly exciting movie news. After an exhaustive search of every skinny white teenager on earth, Sony Pictures has finally cast its latest what? Anyone? Um. I feel like Matt Kirshen would have oh, got this one. Man. He would have got this Unfortunately, one. Unfortunately, he's, he's 15 minutes away. It's not, Hello, it's not Hello Kitty, is it? <laughs> no. I know they're making a film of Hello Kitty. I imagine that would take some casting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but no, that's not it. No, that's not it. Is there another Twilight book that I don't know about? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of like young adult franchises. Where I'm like, why would... I can't... Well, superhero? I, you know, I'm at a superhero? Maybe? Uh, hot hey, Dog Quest? Hey, hey, yes. Hmm? Is it Spider-Man? It sure is Spider-Man. Oh That's right. We will soon be experiencing yet another Spider-Man reboot. It's the missionary position of reboots. We keep coming <laughs> back to it because it works. Uh, the Web Slinger will be played by 19-year-old Tom Holland, a.k.a. handsome acting caucasoid number six. It is set to <laughs> debut in 2017. They're getting younger and younger every year. They sure are. Uh, our UK listeners will be proud to know that Tom Holland is from England. Of course so, he is. Uh, of so we're getting is. a second British Spider-Man in oh, Rome. What a slap in the face on this holiday weekend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another one. Isn't there a law that all the uh, superheroes have to be played by British actors with American accents? That's yeah. the thing. Now, you get an Australian in oh, there yes. once Every oh, Roman character in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the reason is your American accents are better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> You just sound Well, they just made them up first. I think that's why it sounds better. (laughs) You can have this For a bonus point, pitch us a uniquely British superhero. For instance, British Spider-Man. He can't shoot webs at a bad guy, but boy, can he weave them into a compliment about a pig. Or Rain Man. His superpower is an incredible ability to talk about the weather or count matches. Buggeration. Yeah, UK. Okay, America, you've got Batman. So we can have Batman. Batsman who dresses all in white with his white knee pads and he goes around hitting people with his cricket bat. And then he, then, he <laughs> runs, then he runs away, then runs back again, then runs away, then runs back again. Uh-huh. I that's would a, see that's that a cricket gag, by I'm the way. I'm curious about his origin story. That's a visual cricket gag, if you could just imagine that. No, I'm into it. Point to you. Anyone else? Hot dog crust. Yeah, US. I'm going to say fry up, man, where he subdues you with a full English breakfast. You're just completely full of fried bread and tomatoes and beans, and you can't really move after that. And then by the time you come out of it, it's time for tea. Yeah. And... You get some more. You get some more fried food, and then after that, it's time to go to the chips truck. And then, if you try to move after that, they spray you in the face with some chips vinegar. <laughs> I'm um, into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Uh, Susie, have you tried to eat food in your country? Because it's really hard to do. <laughs> how, how do you? Like, have you tried to like eat food and then move around and I mean, go through and your move day? Around. You you say that, but your portions are oh. are the size of a house. You know, yeah, you know, do you want a doggy yeah. bag with that? No, I want to pay less and have a smaller meal. But you know you're <laughs> supposed to use it as a pillow after you're done, right? <laughs> if you go to the Cheesecake Factory and order an entree, you eat as much as you can, and then you just put your face in it and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, see, now that's clever. Yeah. No, we clever. just make pies and pastry and have tiny bits of food in them. Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. It is nap central, the UK, in my experience. Anyone else? British superheroes. Oh, hot dog crust. Sure. I would do Pigeon Man. Uh, that's probably the most deformed creatures in all of, of in any country I've ever seen is in London. Uh, <laughs> are those terrifying? Do any of them have two legs? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> they all just been mutilated? Oh, yeah. So I think it'd just be a very terrifying mutilated superhero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, cawing it. Really dirty. Really dirty. That sounds terrifying. Oh. I'm terrified just thinking about it. Oh, man. All right. Points all around. <laughs> Moving on to question number two. GOP presidential hopeful and human trigger warning Donald Trump uh. <laughs> is a current outrage target for his cartoonishly racist remarks. But what is the name of the derisive hashtag his opponents are using? Ooh, God, it could be anything. Sure could. Um, it gives you a wealth of material. Hot dog crust? I'm sure. just going to guess. Is it? Is it Dump Trump? It is Dump oh, Trump. Oh, that's oh. Dump Trump. Hashtag Dump Trump. We also would have accepted hashtag Two Pump Trump and hashtag <laughs> Fuck That Dude. Oh, uh, I really like Two Pump Trump. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's, I, I think it's like a half a pump, honestly. Yeah. Like, and yeah. the chick is like, is it in? Oh, <laughs> like, God. Can you imagine? He, I mean, he's, he has children. He has had sex. And also, does Multiple his times. hair fall oh. over your face while it's... Ha- because oh. it's, it's like a mass of... It's like a... I assume it slides. mass of just, feathers, too. Oh, like, yeah. it's not even... It doesn't even look like hair. Oh, I bet he does the thing where he, like, slowly goes down your body and the tips oh, of his hair oh, goes against your skin no. all the way... Yeah. No, 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 I'm really sorry. I think oh, it's so... God. Like, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> also, I just, I just wanna... made myself, like, cringe up Quiver? like a shrimp. And I just want to throw one more thing out there that'll disgust you. What if his pubes are just, like, his head hair? Just swooping across the top. Like silky. Light, blonde, feathery, just covering his entire junk. I'm not not kidding. If we don't move on, I'm going to throw up. Okay, so this is the thing. Donald Trump runs for president every four years to promote The uh, the Apprentice, which is ridiculous. People in Tibet are dying for democracy. He is using it to sell a show where Vivica A. Fox and Meatloaf battle to sell the most Crystal Pepsi. Uh, But this time... Uh, the Donald patted his fake candidate part a little bit and called Mexican immigrants drug dealers, criminals, and rapists, which led NBC to kick him off The Apprentice, which means that the fake presidential campaign that he does to promote his TV show caused him to actually lose his TV show, <laughs> which is amazing. That is like some turbocharged schadenfreude, and oh, I can't yeah. get enough. I'm yeah. instantly addicted. Oh, goddammit. All right, for a bonus point, there is nothing simultaneously hackier and more satisfying than a Donald Trump impression. So for a bonus point, give me your best take on Trump saying his next ridiculous statement. For example, big puffy white clouds are actually made of Chinese poison and President Trump will outlaw all clouds. (laughs) And then M-dash, they're losers. That wasn't a very good Trump impression, but I actually have his tweet styled down perfectly. He'll he'll like he'll tweet something about somebody he doesn't like, and then do an M dash and say something like "a real loser." <laughs> yeah. I fucking love him. More or more loser. That's his thesaurus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyone? There. Oh, Hot dog crust. Sure. U.S. Global warming's from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. it. That's yeah, it. Because okay. I mean, it's not great. It's just all. Yeah. I, it was. It's him first thing in the morning. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just he's he, still, like he's, he's got to got to clean the pipes. <laughs> he does. Sure. I'm trying to think. I'm very. Buggeration. Yeah, this is a tough one. This is a tough one to like spring on you, uh, Susie. But uh, hold on, I'm trying to get into the zone. Uh, don't buy anything <laughs> from China unless it's the stuff that I get made there. <laughs> I have no idea if that's, 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 that's Emo Phillips as Donald Trump, <laughs> and I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. Uh, you know, honestly, like making people do uh, an impression on, on demand—that's tough. That's really tough. That's not fair. 
That's not America. That's not what we should do on July 4th. <laughs> is that what we fought for? That's not what we fought and died for. To have to do a Donald Trump Absolutely impression. Absolutely not. Let's move on to the final question. Now, as we often say on this show, there is nothing worse than a Brit on holiday. But some British teenagers are going above and beyond. Vacationers in Spain, the Dominican Republic, and Egypt are furious after British teens pulled what prank in their resort pools? Hot dog crust. I know this one. Oh, boy. U.S. They are pooping in the pool. Yeah. Do you know the name of that phenomenon? Oh, what's it? Logging? Yep, it's called logging. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Hey, thanks, Sus. Uh, it's, it's all that English breakfast. Yeah, it's inspired by a scene from the British film The Inbetweeners 2, where Blake Harrison uh... defecates down a water slide. Good to see that Merchant Ivory is still cranking out the hits. Uh, <laughs> British teenagers have taken to reenacting this scene by pooping in pools and then running away and leaving the dookie floating in the pool for someone else to find. This is the part where I say I'm never going to Europe on vacation ever <laughs> again. Uh, for a bonus point, Team UK, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and, I, and I noticed that Matt Kirshen has dropped in. Hello, what a I'm pleasure. a cock. I'm such an utter cock. Thanks for dropping by. He's dropping in like a poop into the pool. Dropping in like a number two I'd into say a less family pool. right now than a poop in a pool. Yeah, <laughs> I would go with that. I would go with that. I've, I've had a very bad day, mostly of my own making. Yeah. But here's the deal. This is the third podcast I've done today. I'm sorry, I'm cheating over with you with other podcasts. But I was oh, late boy. for the first oh, one, wow. and, and mm-hmm. it's been like a knock-on effect ever since. If you listen to specific podcasts, you'll be able to trace my entire day of being late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're at the bottom of the podcast tree. Here. You are. Well, I don't know. There might be another one. I'm going to see how the day turns out. Okay. and I'm very sorry. And hey, Dave, and hey, Solomon, and hey, Zabeth, how are you? Hey. <laughs> it's good to see you. It really is. Uh, what is wrong with British teenagers? We're putting this one entirely to you. This is the Inbetweeners. Uh, it's, it's from that, isn't it? The Inbetweeners movie. It That's is. The Inbetweeners 2, actually. And in uh, the pools abroad. Is this, is this a practice? Is this a common known... Because whenever yeah, I've done it, it's been by accident or a bit on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to settle a yeah. score with an uh, angry receptionist. I like the way that they're trying to emulate their idols, and A, their idols are teenage boys who are completely unsuccessful with women, and B, of all of the rock star moves they could pick, it's pooing in a public pool. Aren't you meant to, like, if you're a real rock star, aren't you meant to die in the pool rather than just... Like, you're meant to leave yourself in the pool rather than just a small amount of yourself yeah like yourself yeah. and some furniture or something like yeah. some hotel furniture but not not poo yeah, not yeah. Poo. we gotta give the uk teens a break because we had jackass here for like nine years we sure did. and the teens here didn't do that great of a job based out of that <laughs> no that's true they put a lot of things in their butts also we had the program uh remember that football movie where where pe- like kids oh, yeah, lay down in the middle in of the, the street highway? and people emulated that and got run over by cars and trucks yeah so wow. listen everybody's everybody sucks <laughs> it's can you imagine being the parents and having to explain to the rest of your family how your son died oh boy <laughs> just, I think uh, about that anytime I hear that somebody died from uh, hanging themselves and jacking off <laughs> like you leave a whole world behind to explain why you hung yourself jacking off plus jacking off the regular way is totally fine I mean, it's fine it's fine if the first go, 10 or 15 times but after that you need to add something do you? I don't think so well if you're going to leave the world I say do it coming that's what I <laughs> what I do just to spice it up come every while soften. you're going yeah I um I stand in front of a train and I start jacking off and I try to come before the train gets there and then jump out the way. <laughs> yeah, I like that oh, because wow. it's creative. That sounds so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Kirshen's come chicken. Way to feel alive. <laughs> uh, all right, at the end of round one, the scores are as follows: the U.S. has nine points, the U.K. has two. 
<laughs> no. See what happens, oh. Matt Christian? Oh, I feel very responsible for Susie's poor show. Le- Le- <laughs> yeah, that, thanks, <laughs> guys. <laughs> if you had been there to kick in, you might have had four points and you'd still be losing. <laughs> Matt Christian, you live in L.A. So tell me one thing that you love about American culture. This is, okay. I, I know this is meant to be a joke answer, but I, I honestly love how relentlessly positive you are. Even in the no, face that's... of overwhelming evidence to the contrary, what's what are we what are we positive about? I think that's you're not... incredibly upbeat and naturally positive as people. Well, you you also live in Los Angeles, where it's beautiful every single day, and nobody has a regular job where they have yeah, to go to an office. Somehow. Oh yeah, but I've kicked and... in Toledo. I taught. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, so oh, he enjoys our delusion. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you guys yeah. feel that you're not positive? Because really, to us Brits, you're really positive. You're really I don't happy. see that at and all. Polite. It's, you're relentlessly really polite. Really polite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that I guess. I, I agree. I because I, I'm technically an African immigrant, and when I came here, I'm like, wow, everybody's kind of happy to be. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think that LA is like the capital of positivity. Like having lived in the Midwest and having lived on the East Coast, I do think sometimes it's almost oppressive. How positive people are. It's yeah. The West Coast vibe, I think, is For what sure. we're talking about. It's just yeah. very relaxed. And, yeah. and sometimes positive in the face of the truth. Like, there's an element of LA that's like the cartoon character oh, that doesn't know it's already gone LA off the edge of a cliff. On. Yeah. yeah, it's like walking For into sure. Toontown from Roger Rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> like as long as you don't look down and realize there's no floor below you, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I remember when I first moved here, like, there was nothing that I could say that would not cause the person I was talking to to go, nice. <laughs> and, I, and I would just say, like, literally anything. I'd be like, I'm going to go home and do some laundry tonight. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Go yeah, get it, I love that All right. Yeah. All right. Susan Kane, you've just come back from L.A. Tell us one thing you hate about American culture. The Jews. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that all right? Can I answer that? I think I can say that. I'm Jewish. That's all right. right? That's not... <laughs> no. uh, uh, it will, well, it would have to be your lack of uh, successful public transport. It means that I have yeah. to drive and I should never, ever be allowed behind the wheel of a car. But I allow myself <laughs> oh, yeah, that. I've seen rental cars you've possessed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've written off two cars in Los Angeles, and I've only driven for about three weeks in Los Angeles. So it's, it's <laughs> I'm genuinely, I have, I have taken the whole front off cars in tiny fender benders. I'm just a terrible, awful driver. But, um, yeah. but no, that's fine because so are so many people in Los Angeles because yeah. everyone has to drive because you can't. Everybody get, you has know, to drive, and everybody has to drive alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, hello. we're constantly in traffic. Well, yeah, you don't want to share your car with another human being. What's the point of I don't want you listening to my like podcast. This, Gross. I like, all, I like all the shop dummies that people have got sitting in their passenger seats. They've, they've not even trying to hide that they have shop dummies so they can get in the carpool lane. So you just of walk course. past houses with these cars outside and these sinister dummies sitting in their passenger seats at night. <laughs> I, I, so haven't, I honestly haven't seen that. Really? Yeah. Oh, you should go around Silver Lake because they're all there. Oh my god! Silver Lake really? people, I know what you're. I've doing. actually never seen that. I've seen a couple. Really? really? Yeah. Are you sure they're not just people who've had a fair amount of surgery? <laughs> it's hard to tell. <laughs> All right, we'll meet the Americans after the next round. But first, this. Hi, I'm Katie from Philadelphia, and I listen to Bullseye because it is carefully curated to give me new things I should be listening to old things I should definitely have been watching and new perspectives on why I like the stuff that I like. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'll talk to actress Judy Greer and musician Ishmael Butler on the next Bullseye from NPR. 
Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Zabeth Russell and Solomon Giorgio. Over in London playing for the UK, Matt Kirshen and Susie Kane. Now it is time for a round we are calling Naughty by Nature. We're going to take a trip down memory lane to one of the most musically and culturally forgettable decades in history, the noughties, or the aughts, or the 2000s. We never really came up with a name. We had 10 years to come up with a name. We didn't do it. I think that says a lot. Uh, it was a time when Janet Jackson's nipple could break an entire Super Bowl, and musicians never said anything at all political for fear of being Dixie-chicked. Ah. <laughs> memories. Yeah. Vague Easily discarded memories. I will ask each team a question. Correct answers will net you three points. No need to buzz in. First question is for Team U.S. This is a clip from a 2005 song that dominated the U.S. and the U.K. charts, hitting number one in both of them. Listen closely. You might hear the British singer come in a little early, but he covers it well. The question will be after the clip. My life is brilliant. Anytime you want to tell me what this song is so I can stop playing it. It's uh, Angels by Robbie Williams. No, it is not. It's not? No. Um, no, keep playing. You can keep playing it. Oh, jeez. He's about to say what it is. <laughs> oh. Yeah, James uh, Blunt. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Starts with My Life is Brilliant and goes downhill from there. Uh, okay, but now, <laughs> in the 2010s, James Blunt is better known for being something of a Twitter phenomenon, which is a little bit depressing. Uh, his most famous tweet was a reply to a fan who posed this probably rhetorical question. At Charlie1232 asked, James Blunt has a Twitter. What would he even tweet about? What was Blunt's surprising response? Was it A, shagging your sister, B, boning your mum, or C, wanking onto a huge bed of money? I think it was B. Uh, that's B. my guess. I feel like I read about this, and I, I know more about the tweet than I know about James Blunt, which is why I couldn't answer that question earlier, but I think, <laughs> I think it's B. The answer is B, boning your mum. Oh. Three points to you. Oh, Congratulations. Wonderful. And here's some more examples of classic Blunt tweets. At Danny McAvoy said, I find James Blunt a fucking cunt. Blunt's reply, <laughs> I can find my own, thanks. It's <laughs> good, man. It's fucking good. good. At Trim Jim 90 said, James Blunt gets on my tits. <laughs> James Blunt's reply, and then finishes in your mouth. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. James, James Blunt is Blunt. fucking good. He's uh, Blunt? He certainly is Blunt. See, where was that writing skill when he was penning a song? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, penning a song that made him a billion dollars. All right, at Olivia May 98 said, James Blunt is my guilty pleasure. Smiley heart eyes emoji. Blunt's reply: Mine is anal. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Do you yeah. think that he wrote a bunch of songs that were then discarded? That were all about anal and coming in someone's mouth. <laughs> I hope so. Um, everyone's I would... like, actually, why don't we do the sweet one? Yeah. Um, I think people are gonna like that. Yeah. I heard. Uh, didn't Chase Blunt ghost write for the Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Team UK, next question is to you. Would you believe me if I told you that mid-aughts girl group The Pussycat Dolls sold 25 million records? Would you? Well, you'd be wrong I because would. they actually sold 50 million records. <laughs> 50 million records. Can Whoa. you believe it? Actually, I'm fucking around. They didn't at all. They sold 54 million <laughs> records. 54 million records, and yet we never speak of them anymore. They are the avatar of bands. Uh, it's a shame, too, because they made this. Let's listen. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot? 
Like most listless scratching in the world. <laughs> ooh, ee, ooh, ee. Okay, it's the worst. Uh, that's actually not a bad song. But what are the other things the Pussycat Dolls think you wish your girlfriend was? Is it A, raw like me, fun like me, B, cool like me, dirty like me, C, lewd like me, crude like me, or D, ooh. Uh, yeah, had I, low self-esteem like me, was willing to let you do uncomfortable things to her in exchange for <laughs> approval like me. <laughs> I, I, Are we talking lyrics or subtext? Uh, lyrics. We have to go strict on lyrics. I think it's A. I, I, just because I have a vague recollection of raw. Yeah. <laughs> happening at some, at yeah. some point. Yeah, they do kind of they do kind of roar like pussycat dolls, don't yeah. they? All right, let's listen. So just that noise. Yeah. Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw? Like there you go. There you go. Well done. Thank you. Fun. Good work, Susie. Wrong. Yep, there it is. It was A. Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw like me and fun like me? Yeah. <laughs> and got fired off of uh, the X Factor like me. That girlfriend sucks. I don't know who this girlfriend is that she's got currently, but she's well, not, she's not, fun. She's not she's raw. Fun. She is completely cooked. She's definitely yeah. not <laughs> Well done. <laughs> she is a well done steak of a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Team US, the next question is for you. The UK Christmas number one is something of a sacred institution, never more so than in the zero zeros. We still don't have a name for this yeah. fucking Naughties. decade. Naughties. The Naughties. The Naughties. Yeah. In the year Naughties. 2000, there was an outrage when a not very festive hit by a controversial American rap artist looked like it could take the cherished and holy top spot, but it was knocked off by this song. It's a British classic. Yep. Bob the Builder? Okay. Let's get it. That is Bob the Builder. That is Bob the Builder. That is not the question. Oh, the question is, Dylan. what sacrilegious song, it's not really sacrilegious, but it's kind of, you know, it's a little It's a little raw. It's raw. raw. Like the old girlfriend. Raw. Uh, <laughs> what raw song did Bob the Builder save Britain from the year 2000? Oh, wow. Year 2000. Oh, Controversial sure rapper. American rapper. Controversial, controversial American rapper. rapper. Um... Would it, this is a tough one. I think it probably might be M- 2000. Eminem? And mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 2000. Oh, 2000. Gosh. Oh, what did he do? Oh. All right. I oh. don't. I'm trying to. That Eminem. Tough, right? um, it, would it be the real Slim Shady or? Mm, same album. Oh, um, my God. Uh, oh, uh. Stan. Stan, yeah. There I, just, we go. I wanted to get that so bad. I was telepathically <laughs> sending it to you. The answer was Stan by Eminem. At the turn of the century, there was a legitimate pop war fought in the UK press between Marshall Mathers III and Robert T. Builder, Esquire. <laughs> uh, and then 9 11 happened and we stopped giving a shit about that kind of thing. Then we forgot about that and people started putting Bob the Builder and Eminem mashups on YouTube. Let's listen to one. Hi, my name is what? My name is. Oh, God. Wow. Incidentally, that is the music that plays in hell if you get murdered by a clown. <laughs> and, Just and listening to that clip makes me grace. feel like my eyes are going CIA in two different directions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Team UK, the last question is to you. People talk about the aughts as unremarkable, but let's test how true that really is. I'm going to play you a clip of one of the biggest recording artists of that decade. See if you can name her based just on her unique 
one-of-a-kind, unforgettable voice. Let's hear it. The real me is a southern girl with a Levi's on and an open heart. Wish I could say the world like I was Supergirl. Real me used to laugh all night, lying in the grass just talking about love. But lately I've been jaded. Life got so complicated. I was thinking about it. I almost forgot what it was like to know it. Not a not a bad song, honestly. Oh, when, I have the album. I think about the album. Yes. Team UK. Who is that distinctive female singer? Oh, God, I'm embarrassing myself on this. I don't. It what? No, I. Can't be this sound. No. I'm out on this one. Oh. What do you just? What's what your instinct? What do you mean you're Susan? out? You show up 20 minutes late and then you refuse <laughs> to answer a simple question <laughs> when you clearly Wait, so know is the that, answer. Is this a Matt, song that's not like their usual songs? No, it's, it's no, this is exactly right what you should expect. Pretty much Sorry. right in line. Oh, I mean, it rings a bell, the voice, but it's not... Just take a stab. Go go for it. Go name any female singer from the last 15 years. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Aguilera then, but it's not. Uh, because it's it's someone like... Um, not, I'm not massively up on my Is it the one who singers? won one of those X Factor yeah, yeah, type yeah, shows? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Oh, no, they're asking for hints. <laughs> You're shaking your head anyway. What's the first letter of their first and last name? <laughs> oh, and the vowel sounds in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to send it to you telepathically through the Skype lines, and it's not working. Yeah, yeah, Just, name one. Just name one. Just name one. Rihanna. All right. (laughs) Okay, it's not Christina Aguilera, but that's a name. Okay, it is indeed not Christina Aguilera. It's Britney Spears. I mean, uh, no, it's not. It's Willa Ford. No, it's not. No, it's Lindsay Pagano. No, it isn't. No, it's it's Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, it's actually, it's Brooke Hogan. Uh, No, it's S Club 7. No, it's actually, it is actually Jessica Simpson. That was Jessica Simpson. Oh, okay, so I wasn't too far off with Christina Aguilera. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean some, you know. some would argue that we were miles off with Christina Yeah, well, I maybe. mean, they're both women. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that and was, they sing for a living. Yeah. The right octave. Yep. Uh, that was a song called With You. It peaked at number one on the Billboard pop charts. It is. Uh, it's. It got a video that's kind of infamous for uh, Jessica doing a whole bunch of housework very badly and eating a plate of chicken wings off the floor, wearing a T-shirt that says, Stinky Ass. Uh, but now she's a fashion billionaire, so <laughs> that's a fun thing to think about. At the end of round two, the scores are as follows. The U.S. is uh, decisively in the lead with 15 points. The U.K. is behind with five Kershen, step it the fuck up. Uh, let's say hello to our American team. Beth Russell, what's your favorite piece of British pop culture? Um, I think, you know what, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that my favorite piece of British pop culture, well, first of all, I love how they wig out when anyone in the royal family gets married. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love how the whole country stops and everybody watches it. I also like the Spice Girls. Okay. Yeah, I'll accept both of those. Solomon Giorgio, same question to you. I when you mentioned S Club Seven earlier, I was like, that was one of my favorite shows in the early two yeah. thousands. I would watch that stupid, dumb show above. F- that is definitely a great wow. thing I enjoyed. But I'm actually a a fanatic when it comes to early BBC comedies. Oh, yeah. uh, are you being served? Sure. Faulty Towers. Fuck so. yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. Mine, Steps. <laughs> I love Steps. I love Steps. I, and I like the idea that every CD came with like a booklet of dance steps and you would learn the dance moves to every song. But we don't have that. We need that. 
Anyway, thanks I for being here. I didn't know that was in the booklet. I thought my female friends would just really put the work in. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it came with the CD. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't... Wait, <laughs> I just remembered, Seps. Are they the ones that did a cover of Tragedy by the Bee Gees? Yeah, they sure did. Oh, man, yeah, I know too much. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I well, had to learn that for pantomime, which is something America doesn't have. So I'll Oh, we're there. starting to. We're starting to. We, uh, we're starting no. to get panto around, uh, around the, the Christmas <laughs> holidays. It was, I, I feel like there was, this can't be right, but I, I feel like I saw a billboard last Christmas season for like a Pinocchio thing and Bruce Valanche was Geppetto. But that can't be right. That can't be right. <laughs> but there is something, there is, there is a, a theater in Pasadena that started to do panto around the holidays. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We should all go this Christmas. I don't know what that is at all. Oh, we'll discuss it at the break and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. And if you're not listening to our podcast, Baby Geniuses, you're missing out on stuff like... Camille Nanjiani solving the Zodiac murders. Oh, who's like... Would you ever go to a friend and you're like, Hey, could you lick all these lick all these envelopes for me? You'd be like, you're a serial killer. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm leaving right now. Guy Branham talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, and it was, it was just a great moment of like, Oh, no, I'm here, boys. Like, I'm on this side of the bench... Megan Amram talking about intimidating baristas. Just feel like they're always in character. Like, they're always in character as, like, cool hipster girl. Mm-hmm. And I just want to break through that barrier. Plus, every week we explore a new Wikipedia page and talk to a crazy expert in the field of nonsense. Well, any, yeah. any hack can make you not have a boner. I mean, that's, it's about how you do it. Right. You know? And we're the only podcast with regular updates about Martha Stewart's pony or your money back. We're not going to give them their money back, are we? No. Let's keep it. Yeah. Listen to our show every other Monday on Maximum Fun. Yay! Yay! Hey, welcome back to International Waters, and on we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried crazy hard, and I want you to know that it's been as redundant as a tube of lube at a screening of Magic Mike XXL. That shit will leave you moist. Sure will. Naturally moist. Because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. This is for all the marbles. God damn it. This round is called No, We're the Worst. As everyone knows, both the U.S. and the U.K. are the absolute greatest nations in the world (laughs) at being the worst. So I'm going to throw out some topics. Both teams will have to vigorously debate each other on why their country is the worst at said topic. For example, if I said sports, Team U.S. might say their football teams are riddled with criminals, to which Team U.K. would reply, our football stadiums are riddled with criminals. If it were (laughs) privacy, the U.K. hacked a missing girl's phone. The U.S. hacked every phone in the nation. Uh, Addiction, the U.S. are a bunch of fat alcoholics. The U.K. are a bunch of skinny alcoholics. Way worse. Put some weight on already. For God's sake, I've seen your food. Where are you putting it? Anyway, I want to hear a real debate, and I want to see blood. Two minutes on the clock starts right now. Politicians, who's the worst? Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, I feel like right now with all of the people who are coming out as, like, GOP candidates, that's oh. we've got we've really got a handle on terrible politicians. Yeah, but why? We have uh, 9,000 GOP candidates, and they They're are— They're all nuts. They all look like a racist cartoon. <laughs> Not a single oh. one. And um, was it uh, Ted Cruz who just did a Simpsons um, impressions on BuzzFeed, which mm-hmm. has to be the worst thing that ever happened to it, him or anyone else? It sure is bad. Oh, it sure also, is bad. Huckabee after the, after the gay the gay marriage fast uh-huh. that he was the oh my I can't even fathom anyone <laughs> stringing all those words together and the dissents 
from oh. Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. And See, here's the thing. Oh. Your politicians are crazy, bigoted maniacs. That is bad. Ours aren't even interesting enough to be crazy, bigoted maniacs. <laughs> we are shades of beige disappearing into shades of grey. Yeah, yeah, there's no Obama here. The other thing is that I, you've got the, the White House, which is this beautiful white thing. You have helicopters landing. We have the Houses of Parliament, which looks great, but there's eight bars in it. Eight. There used to be nine, but they turned one of them into a crash. Wait, you guys not, have, which, I, you're, not making, Whoa, you're not making your case for it being bad because eight bars in the House of Parliament sounds wonderful. Like also bars for, like them, for them. Also, <laughs> no one dresses up in our courts, so I can't even... Yeah. <laughs> also, our, our, our Prime Minister lives at 10 Downing Street. That's just an address on a street. That's how uninteresting it is. Like, it's a specific address. Yours is the White House. It's oh. such an iconic place. You can just go, yeah, that one. Well, color. it's also 1600 Pennsylvania. Also, keep in mind that the politicians uh, live in the nicest parts of the shittiest neighborhood in the country. There, You can legit just walk barely half a mile from the White House and see the most saddest poverty you can imagine. Indeed. Yeah, and again, yeah. You're, you're, you have the politics of extremities. It's the extremes there, whereas we have just... Like, if our Prime Minister walks out the street, turns right, he'll bump into someone who looks exactly like him. Yeah. yeah. Also, delightful. they all went to school. We have, we have about right. five Let's politicians who went Let's to school on. with each other. Celebrity perverts. Who's the worst? Oh, I can oh, think of a couple. Well, well we've, got, we've got both Terry Richardson and Dove Charney, who are both middle-aged men who wear glasses and look yeah. super creepy with, like, droopy mustaches. Uh, and, like, they molest underage, skinny <laughs> girls. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, that's uh, pretty terrible. Guys, guys, uh, guys. We, yeah. have, guys. we have Jimmy yeah. Savile, who was knighted by the Queen, despite <laughs> being the biggest rapist of all time. He arranged dead bodies in morgues. He raped corpses. No. After he raped corpses, he was knighted by the Queen for services to charity. Yeah, yeah. Basically, everybody that we ever loved when we were kids that were on television is now in prison. I'm sorry. Did we just forget Bill Cosby all of a sudden? (laughs) We have Bill Cosby. And no one... We have Bill Cosby deniers (laughs) that are... Yeah, at least people admit that that guy's a pervert because there are people who still are seeing Bill Cosby performed being like, I don't know what everyone's so mad about. He's just <laughs> talking about pudding. Come on. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. You can, like, we can, that's like, one. You've got one person. Yeah, we've there got was one. not a single, no, no, no. there we was not many. a single human being who was on television in Britain between oh. 1970 we, and 1979 we've got a bunch. who was in prison. The nickel is about to drop on like another comedy guy, right? I mean, everyone's talking oh, about like close. a certain, yeah. But you can look at our be... pop charts and you can just run down to every fucking Perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, Michael yeah. Jackson was a, a Dr. Luke. Oh, I, oh, I shouldn't just... be playing this game. But... Not to mention R. Kelly, all of, like Chris Brown. <laughs> every every male GOP candidate who has a Tinder account, we just don't oh, know about it yet. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, not Tinder, um, Grinder. Like guys who are like secretly like. You know, having sex with like you know twelve year old. That's great because then you know how to find your local politician if you've got an issue that needs <laughs> to be <true>. raised. <laughs> I just want there to be a two week period agreed on where everybody yet to be named and shamed comes out, so that we know at least at the end of that two week period, anyone we ever liked as kids, we can still like. Right. Yeah. Just get right. it all done, all done, all outed in one two weeks. Get it on the calendar. Novelty booze. Who's the worst? Oh, uh, oh. yeah, we win on that one. Well, Are you talking about like... four loco? Uh, <laughs> also, rappers who like come out with their own um, novelty booze, like sure. isn't, isn't hypnotic um, 
by, I don't even know who it's by, but I know that it's blue, and I know that it tastes like cough syrup. Hypnotic yeah. is an old one. Uh, that is, but we have... Uh, Alizé? Ciroc is... Ciroc, that's puffy. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean Diddy Combs. Uh, okay, you've got, you've got four loco. We have Buckfast, uh, which what is, is made by monks for <laughs> tramps. And, uh, by monks and for every tramps. single Alcopop was started in the UK. I don't think you even had Alcopops. I don't... We had... I don't know what Alcopops is. Yeah. It's really fun uh, to hear. Uh, uh, oh, God. Alcopops are basic. And, uh... Alcopops started in the mid-90s, and they are alcoholic drinks For designed children. and marketed exclusively at children. That's what we have. Yeah, that's so what's really the core of the show? We use words like mixologist still. That shouldn't <laughs> be a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you work in a bar and you got like an arm garter and like a and a silver cocktail shaker, you're making novelty boots. Like we yeah. have competitions for people doing flair. Have you seen the movie Cocktails? That's still happening in this country. Yeah, yeah we have snake bite, which is just mixing beer and cider together and oh, adding they, a bit of red. You actually made illegal, to, didn't? You can't mix cider and and beer. Yeah, together? apparently it makes it too people too angry. <laughs> <laughs> But we, in the fact, we still light alcohol on fire and tell drunks to drink them. <laughs> Three, two, one. That's it. That's our time. So let me mentally tally the points. In the UK, you've got you've got Jimmy Savile spinning corpses on his dick. That's that's upsetting. <laughs> you got Alco Pops. Uh, but we have Terry Richardson and Bill Cosby. Plus, it's almost our nation's birthday. USA, you're our winner. <laughs> Congratulations! Oh, Hot dog for everyone. everyone. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Matt Kirshen. It's your fault for showing up late. Uh, all right. Thank you all for being here. Before we finish, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something that someone else did that you enjoy. Matt Kirshen, we'll start with you. Well, I'd like to plug Probably Science, which is my podcast where mm-hmm. we go through the week in science news with funny people. Great. Uh, on, on which you've been a guest, I believe. I have, yeah. Uh, um, and then... I don't know if this is a cheat or not as far as karma offset, but one of my probably science co-hosts is not on the show right now because he's not very well. Mm. He's back in Nashville getting treated. But in the meantime, he's just about to start up his own show called Jesse vs. Cancer. Mm. Uh, Jesse Case is one of the funniest human beings I've ever met in my life. He's starting the solo podcast. Uh, He's one of the funniest but also most brutally honest and ridiculous human beings. And... I think the first episode of this will be dropping around the same time this comes out. Great. I urge you to listen. It'll be a journey and it'll be a trip. And Excellent. it'll be amazing. And that name once again? That's Jesse versus Cancer by Jesse, Jesse Case. versus Cancer. Subscribe immediately. Susie Kane. Hey. Hi. Uh, um, I, for British audiences, I'd like to plug uh, Big Problems with Helen Keane. Helen Keane's is a science uh, writer, well, a comedian, um, and she and Miriam Underhill write amazing, funny stuff, and me and Peter Serafinovich do all the silly voices uh, on it, and it's very good, and there's four that are on uh, the iPlayer now you should be able to listen to. And to offset that karma, I don't think anybody watched it. Uh, Jonathan uh, Strange and Mr. Norrell, is that right? Or Jonathan Norrell and Mr. Strange? No, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, which is uh, a television series that's just ended over here uh, on the BBC that I fell completely madly in love with, and I think it's now showing on BBC America. So I would urge any Brits to watch this thing. It's fantastic about magic and all set in days of yore. Uh, it's got everything. It's like Downton Abbey with magic, so Americans should adore that. Oh, uh, but done. it's brilliant. All right. Love it. Thank you. Solomon. Oh, um, you can just check me out on my Twitter, uh, which is just my name, Solomon Giorgio. Uh, I have some upcoming dates in around the country in Denver and coming up to New York and Seattle. Uh, which we'll definitely announce there. 
um, to for a shout out, I always I have to give credit to uh, a friend of mine, uh, Joma uh, Aluo, who is a phenomenal uh, feminist writer, and she definitely talks a lot about race and uh, black feminism and uh, and how it affects like feminism and how it affects women of color. And she's just this. She has like a string of articles like spread out throughout the internet that I recommend everyone read. Okay, her name once again, uh, Joma uh, Aluo. Okay, great, thank you. So uh, Beth. Hey. Um I'm on Twitter at Zabsters and um the movie that I'm in called Bloodsucking Bastards has a theatrical release date September fourth. Yeah. Exciting. Such and, a funny movie. Uh my shout out I uh, have some friends who are in a very funny web series right now called Eft. Yes. Um and I think they're on uh, the second episode just got released and uh it's it's very funny. It's called Eft F apostrophe E D and uh, Julia Wackenheim and Molly Hockey are in it and uh-huh. it's Ryan on YouTube. Goland. And Ryan Golan. It's a fun thing to check out. Yeah, it's a very funny show. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. You can follow me at Dave Holmes. I will plug the shit out of everything I do on that. I apologize for that. Uh, and as for my uh, ego offset plug for something that somebody else did, it's weird to plug a movie that is uh, 40 years old. Um, but I'm just going to tell you guys, if you haven't seen Dog Day Afternoon, watch it. It's so good. I, uh, I had not seen it until recently. I just watched it for the second time this year, and it is absolutely fantastic. It's funny, and it's tragic, and it's scary. It's just everything. It's everything. Classic. It 70s is a, classic. It's a 70s classic. Go get it. It's on iTunes. All right. Zabeth Russell, Solomon Giorgio, Matt Kirshen, Susie Kane. thank you so much for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Zabeth Russell, Solomon Giorgio, Matt Kirshen, Susie Kane. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Asterios Kokonos and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.